Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 93.7, the fan. Donnie Football with you until 8.30 tonight. Going to get into a little bit of everything. It's not just going to be 100% Steelers or 100% football the entire time. Got Steelers to talk about, obviously. Steelers and Patriots match up tomorrow night. We're going to dip into a little bit of Pirates discussion in a few minutes. We'll take a live look into what the Penguins are doing in Tampa Bay. That game gets underway in a little bit under an hour or about an hour by the time they drop the puck. Uh, Pit Hoops with a big one tonight. It is the Backyard Brawl. It is in Morgantown. The Panthers need a win. They've been scuffling in their last few after the easy ones in the early season to get things underway. Losses to Missouri and Clemson in the last week. They also had a loss to Florida a few weeks ago. So they need to find themselves uh, picking up some legit wins as the season goes. We'll have Noah Hiles previewing that at 8 o'clock before we hand you off to Pit Hoops coverage at 8.30. I do want to start with the Steelers, however. I don't have anything fiery right out of the gate like the other night. If you were listening and calling in as I basically called for Mike Tomlin's job, I did call for Mike Tomlin's job if the Steelers fail to make the playoffs this season after a 6-3 and three start in a cupcake second half of the season schedule. I want to take a little stroll down memory lane. The Steelers are playing the Patriots tomorrow, and this has always been, for basically my whole life, I'm 28 years old. I I turned 28 a couple of months ago, about a month and a half ago. Basically my whole life, this has been a big game between the Steelers and Patriots. Last year lost a little bit of that luster. But every single time these teams matched up in my viewing life, it's been a big one. Now that is in large part thanks to two guys, Tom Brady and Ben Roethlisberger. And how every single time these teams played whether it be early in the season or late in the season, it was two teams that were contenders out of the AFC to win the Super Bowl, already looking like great teams if it was a game late in the season, 
maybe a team vying for the number one seed, maybe another team just vying to stay in the playoffs. We've seen those matchups. The Patriots lead the all-time series 18-16. to They have a 4-1 to advantage, however, in the playoffs. The only Steelers win in postseason play came in 19, technically 1998, but it was the 1997 season, the 1997 AFC Divisional Playoff. The Steelers won that game 7-6, to which could very well be the score tomorrow night. I actually think the score could be fewer points than what that playoff game was. The only score of the game came on a Cordell Stewart 40-yard touchdown run. The Steelers got interceptions from LaVon Kirkland and Chad Scott. Jason Gilden had a couple of fumble recoveries. And a huge play, the game-sealing play, was made by a guy named Mike Vrabel a name you might know, currently the head coach of the Tennessee Titans. He would later go on to play for the Patriots and win multiple Super Bowls for them. He had a sack-forced fumble with under two minutes left. The other games, how did those other playoff games go for the Steelers? Well, the year prior, the 1996 divisional round, uh, it was a very foggy night in Massachusetts, and the Patriots took care of business there. They beat the Steelers 28-3. to Curtis Martin, the pit legend, was on that Patriots team. Then back-to-back times in playoff matchups, the Steelers got to have home field advantage against the Patriots in the AFC Championship game. 2001-2004, neither one ended in a good way for the Steelers. 0-1. A couple of big special teams plays for New England. They win the game 24-17. to Not a good game for Cordell Stewart. 2004, Ben's rookie season. The fairy tale came to an end. Uh, the Patriots dominated that game. It was 41-27 to as a final, but it wasn't even that close uh, as that score indicated. Then they would meet one more time in the playoffs. Little did we know it would be the final playoff matchup between Ben Roethlisberger and Tom Brady, and that came in the 2016 AFC Championship game. New England blew the Steelers out again, 36-17, and again, it was not as close as that score indicated. Does that game, whenever it comes to your mind, does that game feel like it was a long time ago? Because it does for me. And the Steelers did something the week prior to that game for the final time. They won a playoff game. So if that Steelers-Patriots 2016 AFC Championship debacle feels like a long time ago to you, and it should, it should feel like kind of a long time to every Steeler fan out there, Go back to that game and go back a week in time. That's the last time your Steelers won a playoff game. So to go back to my take the other night, Mike Tomlin gets a ton of credit from the national media. He gets a lot of credit from 
some of the fan base around here. But whenever people say things are getting dry, things are getting stale, things are getting old, it's true. The Steelers are on their way to going seven years without a playoff win. Seven years. Think about what you were up to seven years ago. Now, back to the Steelers-Patriots matchups. The Steelers did not face the Patriots in the Super Bowl 40 or 43 run, and we should probably be thankful for that. I'm not 100% sure that the Steelers would have won either of those times, just given the history. So the 18-16 lead in the series for New England, it's only close because of what the Steelers did in the 70s and the 80s and then the early to mid-90s. Pittsburgh won 10 of the first 13 matchups, and then New England has dominated ever since. In the last 20 years, of all the times the Steelers and Patriots have played each other, in Pittsburgh, in Foxborough, in the playoffs, the last 20 years, the Steelers have won four times. In the last 15 years, the Steelers have won three times. And one of those times in 2008 without Tom Brady on the field for the Patriots. In the last decade, the Steelers have won one time against the Patriots. And in the last decade, we'll go back to November of 2013, since that was the season that was being played 10 years ago. The Patriots beat the Steelers 55-31. to uh, I don't think the score tomorrow night, that they could probably play for a whole calendar year the current Steelers and Patriots, I don't think they will reach that point total. The next matchup kicked off a season. The Pats beat the Steelers 28-21. The Patriots then beat the Steelers the next season in mid-October 27-16. Landry Jones started that game for the Steelers. So, given those circumstances, a decent fight put up. Then that AFC Championship game I mentioned in January of 2017. Then a game a lot of people don't like talking about a whole lot. This was a probably the biggest regular season Steelers-Patriots matchup that I can remember. The Patriots were 10-3. The Steelers were 11-2. A Steelers victory would basically ensure them the number one seed in the playoffs, or at least a top two seed at that time, that got you a bye. We like to call that one the Jesse James game. The Steelers lost 27-24. to We had thought they scored with just seconds remaining. They would have won the game 31-27. to They called the pass incomplete. The Patriots then picked off Ben Roethlisberger two plays later, game over. That one time in the last decade the Steelers won was the next year, almost a year to the day. They played again in December in 2018.
the Steelers needed a win to pretty much stay alive. The Pats were 9-4, and four, yet again sitting pretty. The Steelers were 7-5-1 and one after starting 7-2-1. and one. They would fail to make the playoffs that year, but the Steelers did get the better of the Patriots in that game. They won 17-10. Jalen Samuels, a huge game, 19 carries for a buck 42. You might remember the most notable play from that game being a Joe Hayden interception late in the game. Then the year that Ben Roethlisberger blew out his elbow, the Steelers kicked off the season in Foxborough and got shellacked. It was a 33-3 game. That one was horrible all around. And then last year. Last year, the Patriots came in here and won. We thought, finally, Tom Brady is out of there. The Steelers can finally beat the Patriots. Mac Jones came in here and won. He threw for 252, a touchdown and a pick. That touchdown coming right before halftime. Akello Witherspoon got mossed. Mitch Trubisky started that game. He threw for 168, a touchdown and a pick. You'll also remember the Steelers' defense getting run over in the final six minutes of the game. Gunnar Olszewski fumbled a, a punt that gave the Patriots a pristine situation. They lose the game. Was not a pretty one. That was the season opener or the home opener for the Steelers in 2022. This time a little bit different. This time we are seeing a horrible Patriots team with their backup quarterback, Bailey Zappi. A Steelers team that finds themselves right in the thick of things, still in the AFC playoff picture. They are the five seed. If the season ended today, they would play the Jacksonville Jaguars. But tomorrow's game is going to be ugly. And if it's not, I will be pleasantly surprised. I thought there was a possibility there that the Steelers could lose the game to the Cardinals. They did just that. I had the thinking of, will the Cardinals at least have a quarterback with a high ceiling, Kyler Murray? They have a running back that when he's on, he's a good player. We know that firsthand, James Conner, and he was on and he was good. They at least had some good skilled guys, a good skilled uh, young tight end, Trey McBride who had a touchdown in the game. He dominated the Steelers for a whole drive before halftime. So I thought the possibility was there that the Steelers could lose the game. Did I think they would get their ass kicked for four quarters? No. But I thought that was there. I expected the Cardinals to cover in a close Steelers win. That did not happen. If they lose tomorrow night, that tops what they just did on Sunday. A lot of people will say, well, the Patriots still have Bill Belichick. He has Mike Tomlin's number. At, that's not flying with me tomorrow night. The Patriots stink. They stink. The Steelers will never have a better opportunity than tomorrow night to beat the New England Patriots. You know when this took us back to, we talked a little bit about this on the show from 2 to 6 with Andrew Filipponi and Chris Muller. Almost 30 years ago to the day, December 5, 1993, the Steelers were 6-5. and five. 
and they were hosting a 1-10 Patriots team. That's what this reminds me of. That's how bad the Patriots are. Drew Bledsoe threw five interceptions in that game. And the Steelers limped to a 17-14 victory. I expect something like that tomorrow night. I don't expect the Steelers blowout. We don't even know what that term is around here unless it's the Steelers on the losing end. But this is the best chance in 30 years the Steelers have to embarrass the New England Patriots. I don't think they'll do it. I don't think the game tomorrow night will be in the uh, category of embarrassing when it comes to a team losing the game. The point total will be embarrassing. What will the score be tomorrow night? I think the game might set pro football back 50 years. I actually have a bet on an alternate point total at under nine and a half. And I actually have some confidence in that hitting. It's going to be a six to three game. Maybe a four to three game. A couple of safeties and a field goal. Maybe it's like that game that the Steelers played the Dolphins in the middle of a monsoon and it ended three to nothing. The Patriots' defense has held opponents to an incredibly low number the last three weeks. They have lost all three games. This game will be the ugliest of the ugly tomorrow night at Acrisure Stadium. If it's anything more than that, if it's any prettier than that, I will be surprised. But I think the Steelers better come out on top. Or else, given what the schedule is the rest of the way, this season is as good as over. I get the anyone can beat anyone mantra that is in the NFL. If the Steelers drop both games to the Cardinals and Patriots, and people expect them to win three of their final four games on the road against right now three teams either in or right around the playoffs, really all four teams. Cincinnati won the other night. All four teams they will play the rest of the way are in or right around the playoffs, in the hunt. They ain't winning all four of those games. So if they can't get it done tomorrow night, I think the infamous 500 or better season streak is on the line. Fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Coming up, the Pirates made a move last night. How do I feel about it? How do you feel about it? 412-928-9370. A small move, the first move that they've really made all offseason. We'll get into that next. It's Donnie Football with you here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Charlie, have you seen the news about his daughter, by the way? That being Brock Lesnar. Carbon copy? How she broke the record? Pretty scary, yeah. But she looks exactly like him? Yeah. Like, she's a beast. I mean, I say that in a good way. Like, she set the... What, Colorado State shot put record? Shot put record, yes. Yes, it was. Yeah, and she, she got like 99.9% of the Brock Lesnar genes. So, not not shocked to see somebody in the Lesnar family is just a freak athlete. Because that, that guy is legitimately one of the like biggest freak athletes I think I've ever witnessed. That's why his nickname is The Beast. Used to be the next big thing. That's back when I first started watching it, pal. That's how that's how long ago that was, 20 years ago. Donnie Football with you here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Follow us on Twitter, brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Peters Township. Visit them online at southhillsjeep.com. The Pirates made a little move last night. They acquired left-handed pitcher Marco Gonzalez. From the Atlanta Braves for cash and a player to be named later. You always like that little PTBNL thrown into the end of a trade. Leaves a lot of mystery. Who could that really be? Charlie, I don't know how much of a baseball guy you are. Do you know who the best player to be named later in a trade ever was? I guess it's kind of an opinion, but it's it's pretty consensus because this guy was he's a Hall of Famer. No, but I'm thinking of all the Mets ones that have continued to haunt me to this day. David Ortiz was once a player to be named later. To the Red Sox? Or it, to the Twins? It might have been because he signed with the well, Red no, Sox. Well now well now whenever you say it, it might be see, I thought he was to the Red Sox, but maybe it was to the Twins. Either way, he was a player to be named later at one point. Either way, Minnesota dropped the ball. <laughs> I don't have that in front of me, but I know he was a he was one of those guys. Uh, so Marco Gonzalez, a little bit of the skinny on him. Uh, career ERA of 4.14. Career war of 8.5. He has started 155 games. Uh, he led the league in losses in 2022 with 15. His best season was 2021. He was 10 and 6, ERA 3.96 and 25 starts. He actually led baseball 
in starts in 2019, his age 27 season. That was a pretty good year for him, too. You could argue that was his best year. Uh, 16 wins. He was 16 and 13. ERA was just under four, so kind of similar to 2021. And again, 34 starts, so over 200 innings. Yeah, that's probably his best year. 2019 and then 2021. But then had a nerve injury. Last season in 10 starts with Seattle. He never actually pitched a game for the Braves, but he was with the Braves. Uh, 10 starts, ERA over five in 50 innings. He was four and one on the season. Now, I'm not super huge on this on this deal. And I'm a little bit worried about this move because it's another middle-of-the-road left-handed pitcher. In the last three seasons, the Pirates have done the exact same thing. So why not make it a fourth? Tyler Anderson in 2021, he went 5-8 and eight with a 4.35 ERA with the Buccos. He was then traded to Seattle for catcher Carter Bins and pitcher Joaquin Tejada just before the deadline in 2021. Jose Quintana in 2022, three and five with the Pirates, a 3.5 ERA. He had some really good starts with the Buccos uh, in his final days here. He then got traded to St. Louis, a division rival, would eventually start a playoff game for them and do pretty well. He and Chris Stratton got traded for Johan Oviedo, who you should be familiar with, who unfortunately had to undergo Tommy John surgery not long ago, and Malcolm Malcolm Nunez, a third baseman with AAA Indianapolis. That happened on deadline day 2022. Last year, Rich Hill, 7-10 with the Buccos, 4.76 ERA, a guy in his mid-40s, he and G-Man Choi were traded to San Diego together for Alfonso Rivas, who started a little bit for the Pirates in the back half of last year, Jackson Wolf, the big left-handed pitcher, and Estuar Suero, the minor league outfielder. That happened the day before the deadline this year. So back-to-back-to-back years, the Pirates had... Left-handed pitchers, veteran left-handed pitchers in the middle or back half of their careers, usually in the back half. If they had Quintana four or five years ago, that would have been a huge deal. In Rich Hill, maybe 15 years ago, that would have been a bigger deal. But three consecutive years, they have had left-handed starting pitchers. And their goal the entire time was telegraphed. Acquire them and then trade them around the deadline when the Pirates weren't competitive. Now, the Pirates are coming off a season in which they won 76 games. It was a step up, a clear step up. It was a 14-game improvement. They lost 100 100 games in back-to-back seasons in 21 and 22. So this is a time for me, 
I don't need them to go out and get the biggest names on the market. I'm not expecting Blake Snell to be a Pittsburgh Pirate anytime soon. But I want to see more serious moves. At least more serious than this. Now I get it. This guy can maybe be a fifth starter, but the problem is you don't really have that right now. You don't even have... You don't have many guys to build this rotation around. So now the name Jack Flaherty has been floated out there. I want to see them go after someone like that. He's young. He can still give you good years. Not that I'm saying Gonzalez is a complete throwaway. I just fear that that's the case. Lefty. He'll eat some innings. He'll have an ERA in the fours. We'll trade him in late July. Mitch Keller will be the number one guy. The ace, at least to start the year. After that, maybe we see Paul Skeens by June or middle of June. If he goes on the track, we all expect him to. JT Brubaker, he's recovering from Tommy John surgery. Who knows if we even see him this season. Johan Oviedo, we won't see him this season. He just got Tommy John surgery. So that leaves a couple of other names, along with Marco Gonzalez and Mitch Keller and eventually Paul Skeens. Bailey Falter, who was more useful as an opener type last season when they acquired him from Philadelphia. Quinn Priester, who... Let's just be honest, there's excitement there because he's a first-round pick. Otherwise, he gave us nothing to, to be very hopeful about. You still have Luis Ortiz and Rwanzi Contreras, and you just have to hope and pray that Contreras can bounce back into the form he once had, into the potential he once had. And you can hope Ortiz is a guy that can be at the back end of a rotation. But we haven't seen much from the Pirates. Now, we haven't seen a whole lot in all of baseball. The Yankees are finalizing a pretty big trade as we speak. But they call the free agent period in baseball the hot stove. And for the Pirates, who I think can make another small leap this season, I think this can be a team over 500 and in the playoff picture. They better start warming up the burners and giving us some more to be hopeful about. It's time for the annual City of Pittsburgh Gingerbread House competition. Visit this amazing display in the grand lobby of the city-county building, including the Odyssey Pittsburgh Gingerbread House display, and vote online for your favorite to win the People's Choice Award. Details at pittsburghpa.gov forward slash gingerbread. Coming up, the Steelers doing something for tomorrow night and for the rest of the season. That was a little bone that got thrown to the fans. I have a little idea of how they could keep doing that on a more permanent basis. 
in the future. That's coming up next. It's Donnie Football with you here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Jeff Hardy, you're not getting me with this one. What's the name of the theme? Oh, I should know this. Is that what it is right there? No. Okay. What is it? I knew it was Jeff Hardy. No more words. Ah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, that's one people love. I like it. But I'll, I'll see that thrown out there as, like, an all-time great wrestling theme. I don't really see it. But, I mean, it, it, it's fine. It's good. Uh, one night only. Wednesday, December 13th, our Odyssey Pittsburgh stations, 93.7 The Fan, 100.1 FM, AM 1020, 100.7 Star, Whammo 107.3, and Y108. We will be flipping the turntables and turning Mike's beer bar into the biggest Christmas karaoke spot on the North shore where our on-air hosts, local celebrities take the mic for celebrity karaoke to support light of life rescue mission details at 93.7thefan.com. The Steelers announced yesterday they were making a little change in stadium. They threw us fans a bone, something that we love to see every time they bring it back which they started to do last year. I don't remember years past where they brought it back for several games, unless I'm really just memory-holing that one. But they announced yesterday that they, we will have the gold end zones tomorrow night, and I would assume for the rest of the season, because after 
Tomorrow night, the only other home game is on Festivus, Christmas Eve Eve, and that is also a primetime game. Uh, It's a Saturday 4.30 game against Cincinnati, so I would assume we get those gold end zones for the final two home games, kind of like they did last season with Christmas Eve and then the season finale. I put out a poll question yesterday asking fans what they wanted to see as a permanent change. Would they rather have the block numbers on the jerseys or the gold end zones at Acrisure Stadium? Just under 1,000 votes, and that was finalized a little bit earlier. 54.6% chose the block number jerseys. 45.4% chose the gold end zones. I would ultimately side with the block number jerseys. I just think they are such a clean look. And plus, the Steelers, the way they play, they resemble Iowa football enough. They might as well just look identical to them. So I would ultimately root with the masses there. Charlie, I know you're not a Steeler fan, but I know that you're aware of their block number jerseys. I know you've probably seen the pictures of the gold end zone. If you had to pick, just as an outside viewer, an outsider to the Steeler fan, what do you think looks better? The golden end zones. That's just me. I like it pops more. Yeah, I mean, I I fully agree with that. I can't disagree with you there. Because it really does. I I think it has such a better look. Like tomorrow night, it's a night game. It's going to look really good, and plus there probably won't be a player stepping in either end zone, so they're going to look pristine the entire time. But I have an idea with those end zones. Block numbers, they they could easily very well make permanent. It just comes down to them wanting to do it. Gold end zones, there's always that hold up. Well, they share the stadium with Pitt. They can't just make their own gold Steelers end zones the whole time, but I think they could. I think they could have two gold end zones for the entire football season because both teams that play there have gold as one of the colors. Gold is the secondary color. And there's a few options you could go with here. One of them could just say Pittsburgh – or I guess both of them could say Pittsburgh, have one in the Pitt script, have the other in Steelers font. And then once the Pitt home schedule is done, you can then redo the other one that you had in the Pitt script and just have the classic Steelers with the AFC logo and the helmet logo. Or... They could just have one that is Pitt, P-I-T-T, in the script. That would look good. That would absolutely pop. Maybe have the Panther logo, have the ACC logo or something like that. And then the other one have as the Steelers end zone, the AFC logo, the helmet with the logo. I don't know if there's actually any rule against that. 
between the NFL and the NCAA. So that would obviously be a big part in this whole discussion. I don't know if there's any rule against why something like that couldn't be done. But, I mean, they've had times where Pitt has had a logo at the center of the field, at midfield, and they have to change it for the Steelers the very next day. We have seen that done in the past. It's just paint. I think there's a way they can make it permanent. And I think there's a way to make everybody happy. I think it would look really good if they incorporated pit into it because the pit colors and the pit script, that would pop maybe even more than the Steelers. I think that would look really good. And just have it all season long. Any pit primetime game, any Steelers primetime game, then you could change it as the season ends. I would probably favor the ones that just said Pittsburgh on both sides because it's not too different. However, you give each one its own identity by having the Pitt script spell out one, having the Steelers script spell out the other. Just an idea. Just throwing it out there. Just want people to be happy. Just want those gold end zones. Because they make me happy. I think they make a lot of other people happy too. And then while you're at it, just easily make those block numbers permanent and everything's great. Tomorrow night, by the way, the Steelers will be wearing their color rush uniforms, which I I think those are a pretty sharp look as well. And those also feature block numbers. It all comes together, Charlie. It all comes together. Coming up, Mitch Trubisky will start tomorrow and for the foreseeable future for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He talked yesterday, but we're going to give a little read and react, listen to what Mitch Trubisky had to say ahead of his first start of the season. That's coming up next. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevy. 2023 Silverado 1500s up to 7500 in rebates. Go to sunchevy.com as well. Right now in the mid 30s, mid 40s tomorrow should be a pretty nice weather night for Steelers and Patriots. Mitch Trubisky what did he have to say going into that start? We'll hear from we'll hear that next. It's Donnie Football with you here on Sports Radio 937 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.